It's the hour. I'm Jason. And I'm Jeff. And on today's episode, man steals millions of dollars worth of fajitas. He's reported as saying, Autocorrect causes police lockdown. Sounds like a loaf of shot to me. Mm. A dog is disowned because he wanted a bone. Family burned by funeral home decision. Mm. Michigan cop mistreats an unarmed opossum. A Venice hotel began giving water pistols to tourists, hoping that it will ward off seagulls. Yeah, but how do I ward off all the other tourists? <laughs> well, I hope the Venice water supply can handle the increase in demand. Mm. Seems like they might have too much water. Yeah, they can just dip it out of the... Uh... <laughs> Yeah. Out of the square. Yeah, that might help their, their problem. Uh, meanwhile, the Venetian in Las Vegas is giving out water guns to ward off prostitutes and drunks. <laughs> That's why you don't have that problem at the Bellagio. <laughs> oh, because the fountains are... Yeah. Oh, yeah, good, good. I think of the, the fire hose size. <laughs> it's the Bellagio, okay? I would like to see... I just saw a clip recently. Uh, there's a pitcher named Randy Johnson. You know, baseball. They named. Oh, oh! I thought you were saying they named a picture Randy Johnson. <laughs> well, this picture is called Randy Johnson. <laughs> so uh, he, a long time ago, he threw a pitch and it hit a seagull. <laughs> I've seen and this video. Feathers explode yes. everywhere. Ninety it's, mile per hour seagull hit. Yeah, so I'm picturing that like a bird getting shot by one of the Bellagio <laughs> Mountain things. It would have to be a seagull. They're floating there in the the fountain and just. Are there actually, many, many probably seagulls be a, in Las Vegas? I don't think so. It'd probably yeah. be a Canada goose. It probably would be. Are there Canada geese in? I don't know Vegas. I don't remember seeing any birds. It is a desert. Yeah, I mean, maybe roadrunners. Yeah, just roadrunners. Me me. Yeah. And that's Wiley e. Coyote getting shot yeah. by the Bellagio fountain. Well, you never see them there because they painted it to look like water, and so the roadrunner <laughs> never goes there. The strip is just a, a painting of a tunnel. <laughs> there, it's not as long as it looks. Once you get to the Venetian, Venetian that's, there's nothing past it. I have a friend, uh, well, I don't know, I call him a friend, a guy I used to work with. Mm -hmm. He um, he has a story about walking from one end of the strip to the other. And mm -hmm. it's it's a long it's yeah. a long walk. It's not like you can walk from one end to the other. But he thought in his drunken stupor that he could. And so he started walking um like at like four or five o'clock in the morning i don't know how it took him this long but he said it was like 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning before he got back to his hotel and he was baking and it was already hot because the sun had come up oh yeah and he'd had no water he was dehydrated from being drunk all night um i should have gotten into the bellagio fountain or maybe a taxi i don't know <laughs> that could have done it too i mean we went to the we went to las vegas and uh left early in the morning so that we could drive a long distance oh yeah because we had to get from vegas to denver or something like that and uh we left very early in the morning it was already like a hundred that's ridiculous it's stupid yeah it was like 8 a.m and 99 degrees yeah so. i think um the first time i went to vegas i didn't have a great time because mm. i didn't know where to go yeah i did not have a good the time the second time i went to vegas i had uh, a friend that used to live in vegas well, he lived there at the time, but he used to live there now. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't live there now. He just used to at this point in time. Mm -hmm. Anyway. That's so. not confusing at all. <laughs> so he uh, he showed us around. And a lot of the um, a lot of the cool things about Vegas, I think, are like if you go into the nice uh, nicer um, hotels and casinos and stuff. Mm -hmm. it's Like the Venetian? Like, like the Venetian. We it's, stayed at the Venetian. Did you? So, yes. It's like... It's it's owned by Holiday Inn. Yeah, gross. <laughs> Just telling you, I got points. But it's listen, it's uh, 
when you see a topiary, mm-hmm. you know, a little tree that's been been shaped like a little spiral. That's mm-hmm. a real tree that has actually been shaped for years, mm-hmm. right? You see those in in it's, it's like an Michigan. American bonsai. You see those in Michigan, and it's like, oh, like that's not real. No. Or you see like marble, they bought it on Overstock marble floors. Like that's real marble that they flew in. You know what I'm saying? It's not like overstock.com marble anyway well, well they make the floors out of marbles in case the sticky bandits stop by oh just, yeah just slip yeah, and fall slip and fall yeah. good. jason how was your week oh you know do um, i <laughs> so this is uh tomorrow's last day before spring break oh uh, and given the time of year this is also my i have to watch schindler's list five times because we're watching it in school oh yeah. so hooray Depresso. Yes. Uh, I've done this many times in the past. Uh, they're not taking it as seriously as I would hope. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mentioned yeah. on the podcast last week that people are usually like, oh, the kids are like, yeah. oh, wow, this is crazy. But... And mm, not not respecting the material. Mm, that's so, Very disappointing. You've got to see Schindler's List. You've got to. <laughs> You're making out during Schindler's List? <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, so that's... uh, You know, he made that movie the same year he made Jurassic Park. Really? He made both of those in the same year? In the same year. And they put in the contract he had to do Jurassic Park first because he was going to be too drained by having to do Schindler's List after. after. Wasn't there a thing that some of the actors did, like, comedy routines in between takes? So uh, he had Robin Williams... Not for Jurassic Park, but for (laughs) Schindler's List. Uh, he had Robin Williams do some stuff for him because he was good friends with Robin Williams. And he's like, it's just so depressing. Can you like give us a little bit of comedy? Yeah. And I guess a lot of the stuff that he used, he got used in Aladdin. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like kind of like a workshop because he did Aladdin shortly after as the genie. And oh, yeah. Okay. So some of his stuff ended up in that. So <laughs> Sorry, I'm allergic to uh, Aladdin. <laughs> it's all the uh, sand and dust that's yeah. on a lamp. Gets everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, the school week. Uh, we also have, luckily, whoever planned this idea, report cards had to go out by tomorrow. Oh, So, right. you know, leading into the break, we have all this work we have to do. So that was fun. Well, then you can take your week off and not have anything pending. You just end mm-hmm. and go. Except that our, fine. With, with report cards comes parent-teacher conferences. Ooh. And we're doing those when we get back from break. Ugh. Also, there are, are pending things. Indeed. That's so it's, it's horrible. Uh, and then, of course, we are continuing to work on our Oscar movies. You and your uh, students? No, my wife. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, so 53 movies this year. We have now seen 51. Mm. We have two left. That's there, a lot of fucking movies. There's, An hour and a half per movie? Uh, Most of them are like two hours. It's like 75, 100 hours of movies. I, I actually think I, I did a thing, and it was like 79 hours of movies. Wow. Yeah. So we have two left. They're both shorts. Uh, so they're both 30, one's 30 minutes and one's 38 minutes. Yeah. So we'll be able to finish them before Sunday. Uh, it'll be quite good. Uh, the shorts were, uh, there was one, it's on HBO called Please Hold. That was very good. It was uh-huh. about like the, it's kind of a satire on the the um, criminal justice system. Uh, but they take it and add in a layer of like call center slash automated support kind of mm. a situation. So, Interesting. you know, adding that layer of frustration onto something that's already stupid. So sounds like a Black Mirror episode. It, it was very good. Liked it a lot. Um, we watched a, a movie last night 
for it was one of the best actually no it was up for it, Pen- Pen- uh, penelope cruz is nominated for like best supporting actress or something maybe, yeah. maybe best actress i don't know i don't care um and it's called <laughs> i like how like you're watching all the movies but i don't care what anyone's nominated for <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter to me if it's supporting or best oh right 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 In, indifferent and uh, also Oscar, it doesn't it also doesn't matter to me because i don't think she won it oh so my vote goes to someone else anyway okay uh and it was one of these movies where they don't seem to know what they want to do there were two very distinct stories the, the that characters they were, oh the the makers of the movie yeah did. there were okay. two very distinct stories they were telling that had in no way or no shape and form related to each other so it could have been two separate movies. It could movies. have been two separate movies. They never intertwined? No. I mean, they uh, only intertwined in that Penelope Cruz's character was involved in both stories. Oh, okay. So it's like the story about her as a mother. It's called Parallel Mothers. So oh. you'd think it'd be about that. Uh, and then it's also about like her great-grandfather who got killed by Francisco Franco in the Spanish Civil War. And they're trying to find his mass grave. Oh. And it's like... It has nothing to do like they talk about it at the beginning of the movie and then the middle of the movie is about her being a mother. And then the end of the movie, they're back to the whole grandfather thing. It was like, why? Why? Like both of them could stand on their own. Both stories. Like you could make a full movie about her trying to find this mass grave and like telling that story of oppression. Uh, Because like this is something that uh, I'm guessing is still relevant in Spain today. Okay. Uh, by the way that the movie is made, and it's a Spanish movie, uh, so it seems like that's something that you could tell that story. And then this whole like mother thing, like sure, tell that story too, whatever. Just like pick one. I always wonder, like when I'm watching foreign films, it, if I don't like it or if I'm not following or something, am I I'm like am I missing some cultural context here that is just not? I'm just not picking up as as an American. Yeah, I think that's definitely possible. Um, like sometimes you just don't get why like I'm sure there's more humor in some things or mm-hmm. there's definitely meaning in characters and the way they do things and things like that. Um, one of the best picture nominees is also a foreign film that's from Japan and it's, I, I enjoyed watching it, but it's very Japanese in its style. Mm, okay. It's three hours long. Oh, it didn't need to be, <laughs> but that's just what they do. Yeah. Um, in some cases, like lots of long shots of things or lots of additional, I don't know, tension building. Yeah. No one says anything. It's just like, Ooh. it's like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> appreciated, but I enjoyed it. It was good. Yeah. I actually tend to like the foreign films in general a lot. Um, they're usually some of my favorite ones. So they're, they're an interesting, uh, I think, um, what do you call it? Window. Window into yeah. a culture. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can understand more about him if you mm-hmm. just watched the movies. Uh, but this year, mm, there was an Italian movie. Didn't didn't love it. No? No. There was, he had a... So the character is like, it's, it's another coming of age kind of movie. Uh, I, I can't with coming of age movies. Right. I He's can't. like 17, about oh, 18, no. but also wants to like do his aunt. So yeah, I'm, we're almost done. Oh, okay. And I look forward to watching other things, like the newest episode of Picard. Oh, yes. I was out today. I haven't seen it. Um, also, I watched uh, this movie called Monster with Charlize Theron. Theron? Theron? Mm. Anyway. Oh, the the African-American artist. Uh, n- no. Yeah. 
She's from South Africa. Oh yeah. Okay. So uh, <laughs> I thought there was another story there I was missing. No, no. Uh, she's no, from she South was, Africa. There's so, a whole joke in like they did this whole thing in Saturday Night Live where she's like, "Oh, I'm African American." Oh yeah. And they're like, mm. "Isn't that um wasn't that a joke in uh the Lindsay Lohan movie um with oh oh uh, the Mean Girls? Yeah, Mean Girls. I yeah. don't know. Might have been. You can't just ask someone why they're not black or something. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so this monster movie, she won Best Actress in 2003, 2004 for it. So it's a very good movie. It's on Netflix. Hmm. So uh, how was your week? Well. Well. I bought a house. Yes. We know that. And I'm renovating this house. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even renovating it. I'm just. You're just vading it? Yeah. Or reno. Because it's never been re. re va- it's been, never been vaded. Yes. So, so you can't revade it. Right. Novated. Novated. We <laughs> fucked that joke up real hard. So I'm I'm so basically when can we, I'm can do, we can we renovate that joke? Uh no. No. Okay. It's already been novated. Okay. So uh when I'm not like I'm working on different projects and stuff all at the same time. And basically I'm just I'm making circles around this house mm-hmm. just Finding things that need to be done, and and I'm still I don't have all the nails out of the walls yet, mm. because some of them are too tall. Because I'll go, I'll say, oh, I'm gonna go get that nail, and then I go get the ladder. And I'm like, oh, there's already a screw up here, so let me go get the let me go get the drill. Oh, the drill has the wrong bit in it. Let me go find the mm. the the Phillips head bit. Oh no, I go up and oh, it's a flat head bit. So I gotta go down and get the flat head bit, and then I gotta go back up and then get that out. But then I'm like, oh, I need the drill to get the um the drywall anchor out of there. So I do that. And I'm like, oh, while I'm at it, I might as well just patch this since the ladder's here. So when I patch it, I forget about those other nails in the other room. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just like that over and over and over again. I mean, I think that might be good. You don't want to take all the nails out of the walls. They'll fall down. Oh, you're right. You're right. So that is a thing where I don't know if this is just because the house is 62 years old or what, but there are. it seems like every single nail that they use to nail in the drywall into the studs are popping out. Mm. So they're all out by like a quarter of an eighth of an inch or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I have to hammer those back in. When I hammer them back in, it creates a little divot. So I got to patch that. And then it's just yeah, patch your divot. Yeah. It's just a lot of, um, a lot of nitpicky stuff, but I did finally move the, uh, the stove and the fridge out and it turns out, by the way, well, I guess I discovered this last week when I stepped on, there's a little piece of cabinet that's in mm-hmm. between the stove and the fridge. Uh-huh. And when I stepped on that, I found out it's not attached to the wall. Oh. So that almost collapsed with me on Ooh. it, which is a little concerning. Yeah. Um, if I'm doing this stuff by myself, if I were to fall and impale myself. You need to get a life alert. Well, I've got a phone, but I've then sometimes my phone can't is get up. across the room or across the house. Then you have to go, hey, Siri, <laughs> oh, I'm dying. And she'll be like, um, I understand you're trying to fry chicken. Here's whatever. So speaking of stoves, yes. I saw a video today. Uh-huh. There's this guy who's in his 30s and he does these videos, things I didn't know or things I wish I'd known before I was in my 30s. Oh, OK. Uh, apparently there's a there's a hatch clean in between the glass of your stove in between the glass so you know like your oven there's like the outside glass yeah and then there's the glass on the inside of the oven and there's like space in between yeah because that it's dirty inside there and my stove there's a thing on the bottom of the door what that you can like stick a like a thing up and clean it with okay well i had i know i'd never seen that before wow 
I need to go check our stove. Right now? No. Well, I mean, we could. Okay, let's stop. Let's do it. Let's Let's do do it. Let's do it right now. Sorry, Daffy Duck's here. That's how quickly we walk. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, back to me. So, (laughs) doing all this stuff with the house. And then, so this weekend, I'm going to uh, Washington, D.C. with my child. Mm. See Um, those cherry blossoms. So it's that's should be lovely. Yes, it's so I could bypass the cherry blossoms, so I don't have to deal with those crowds because those crowds are awful. Um, last time I went to DC during this time of year, um, we got into a metro station. Mm-hmm. The whole entire metro station, two floors, was completely full, mm-hmm. um, and there were people. We were all trying to get up and up escalator. I think to get to the correct platform. Yeah. And then there were people that were trying to walk up the down escalator that the police were coming down the down escalator, stopping these people and telling them to go back. Like it was just a mad crazy. And I was worried for my own safety, but if I had had a child there, the, the anxiety would have just been through the roof. So I would like to avoid any of those crowds if possible, but go in the middle of the week. If we're going to, well, yeah, if we're going to go Monday, Tuesday, if we're going to be there, and we're going to go to, let's say, the Lincoln Memorial mm-hmm. or the Washington Monument, which my daughter wants to see. Um, we're going to have to deal with some crowds, but yeah. I hope to avoid most of them. Yeah. She's at the don't... point now where she hasn't really been a ton of places. So just riding in a plane and staying uh, in our friend's um, like 22nd floor apartment Ooh. is going to be cool for her. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, it'll be nice. I hope it's okay. She, so having not traveled with her in a long time... Um, I don't know how she's going to be with like food and an exciting with... new experience. Yes. I'm just, I'm nervous because like my friends are like, well, let's, let's do this and let's plan on this. We should go to this restaurant. And I'm like, can we just please play it by ear? Yeah. Like I, we're going to go there. We're going to have a great time. But if we plan on doing three things in a day, but after the first thing, your child like has a meltdown and can't do those other two things. If you have bought tickets or made yeah. reservations, like that's not going to be no. good. I told him any any restaurant where you have to make a reservation is too good for us yeah. at this point. Off the table. It's just yeah, yeah. it's not going to happen. Right. She likes Mexican food, but only with a specific type of cheese and rice, and only with a specific type of chimichanga. And she likes. Um, Macaroni and cheese, but only the spirals. And she likes uh, Olga's Kitchen, but they don't have those in D.C. And hmm. um, she'll choose whether she likes pasta or not based on, I don't know, Imaginary what, her criteria. emotions yeah. and stuff. And I don't know. So, the way it looked at her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like the way that Rigatoni gave eye candy. Yeah. A Linguini looked at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, there should be some fun it, things. You it's going to be a great time, but yeah. I just had to rank because my friends that I'm visiting love to just plan out like yeah. everything, and I just had to rein that in. No. Which I also feel bad because I'm like, I do want my child to experience new things, and so I'd love to go to a seafood restaurant with her and yeah. see if she'll try whatever crab legs, which I don't think so, or lobster or whatever. Well, I mean, crab legs can be kind of barbaric. It so, is, yeah, yeah, or like. She likes fish and chips. I know oh, that. Well, so most seafood places have those. But just like, what if they don't? And so it's the just, wrong kind of batter or the wrong kind of fish. 
Sometimes it's whitefish. Sometimes it's cod. Sometimes she's in a good mood. Sometimes she's in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. Same with me, by the way. Yeah. But I just eat anything. No, it's 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 different when you have to travel with kids. It is. Like, and so these friends, uh, they don't have kids, yeah. which is fine. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like, well, they don't have kids. They don't know. Well, they, well, I mean, they sometimes don't know. They sometimes don't. And you like don't... they give the basic idea of what it's like to have a kid, but like, yeah, so... they don't have the experience. Like they're 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 a they're a brand new player in the game. Yes, and you have many years of experience. So like you many know years how of experience of being disappointed by exactly <laughs> child. by a child and going behavior no, no, and the screaming and the crying. Yeah. And she doesn't scream and cry in restaurants anymore, which so is great. Good, but yeah. she does cry. In restaurants sometimes or wherever we are. She just doesn't scream as she does it. Exactly. Just, it's a quiet cry, which is, yeah. I think, sadder than <laughs> <laughs> the screaming, the screaming child. But anyway, yeah. we're going to have a great time yeah. and everything's going to be good. Whatever we do, she's going to remember. Um, yeah. But And you'll have some pictures that you can have as like memories. Yes. Let's not make too many plans, I say. Yeah. Play it by ear. I mean, there's plenty of stuff that you can just like show up and do in, in the DC area. There is, and even in uh, Alexandria where yeah. they live, you don't just have walk to go down all the King Street. DC. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And they have plenty of places to just be like, oh, this place looks good. Let's can, eat here. We can see the ocean, and we can because that's big for kids seeing the ocean, you know. Mm. But true. like, I I want to have a because we're mostly messaging about this, right? Yeah. I want to have like a conversation in person with them and just be like, look, I'm not trying to like. Be difficult. Be difficult. I'm not kind of trying to control things or like not control things, but we we just have to. The child is not the decision maker, but many times in order for me to feel okay, I have to make a decision yeah. based on my child's needs. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say about that. All right. Well, I, ho- it, I hope they're not listening because it's it's not it's it's not. They're not doing anything. No, wrong. no, definitely they're doing not. their best, and yeah. they're just trying to plan. And when, so because so they want you guys to have fun. The same people that I'm talking about that I'm visiting in uh-huh. DC are, is the same guy that uh, I went to, to Vegas with. Vegas and had with, a yeah. fucking wonderful time. Yeah. He's a great planner, and he, yeah. he knows all about the good spots and the food. And I totally under, I'm a I'm a planner usually as well. Yeah, yeah. But I also know like if I'm doing something with my kid, I can't make the plans that I would do normally. Right, even the older one. That is definitely true. <laughs> that is definitely true. Yeah. Well, well, if you're a planner. If you've got an old child. Yeah. Or a plan for them. Oh. You can email us at thehourpod at gmail.com. Yes, yeah, so you can like us on Facebook. Ugh. Facebook? Yeah, well, Facebook. Well. Meta. Meta. Uh, at facebook.com slash thehourpod. Or you can tweet us at thehourpod. I'll see it. Yeah. And I got no emails uh, this week about awesome. um, people that are strangers that listen to our show. So I yeah. assume we know everyone. And we know all of you. Welcome. Welcome back, friend. Yeah. Yeah, person we've met in yes. real life. Us. <laughs> our our listenership has gone down a it, lot. It has. We've had uh, a big decline. So I wonder, is it us or is it them? Or is it just some sort of like weird fluke thing that we weren't really higher before? It was just like some sort of downloading situation. It could be, yeah. We do have a lot of like Russian listeners. So maybe they <laughs> have been killed. In it's the, the sanctions. Could be a few of the 10,000 that yeah. got killed, you know? Yeah. I'll shed a tear for each one of them. Ah, <laughs> oh, boy. I, so these are people that didn't make the decision to go to war, you know, even though they still went and fought. I, so 
I have a thing where if like they instituted the draft and all of a sudden it gets so bad that they're drafting 38 year olds. <laughs> if that's the situation with high blood pressure, and like <laughs> a lot of medical problems, um, I just would I just would go to prison rather than fight. I would rather go to prison than kill someone. I mean, if if it's that dire, the country's done soon anyway. <laughs> if they're the only us. time they're getting old people and young people, it's it's at the end. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, by yes. that time, China has like everything up to Colorado, and oh, yeah, <laughs> sounds like an Amazon original mm. series. Oh, yes, indeed. Mm. Any updates uh, this week? No updates, but we do have a correction. Oh, good. In episode one eighty seven, slime me later. Jeff said that Venkman had this weird curly hair in the animated series. Uh, uh, it was actually Egon. I got the names wrong. Yep. Yeah, Venkman yep. was the the Bill Murray character, right? Yes. And then uh, Egon was the guy with the glasses. Yeah. What was and the, the, the actor's name? Oh, fuck! I know. Well, we'll issue a correction. I'm really bad at names lately, and I don't know why. Yeah. Couldn't think about. It. We were having a conversation before we came down to record. Yeah. And I was trying to remember. <laughs> couldn't remember the name of the show, Shits Creek. Of the show that you really like. I you've do. watched I, a lot, Shits Creek. Yeah. Couldn't remember the name because I wanted to talk about uh, someone did a GIF of David like, uh, yeah, rolling yeah. his eyes. Yeah. Couldn't remember the name of David. Couldn't remember any of the characters. Couldn't remember the actors' names that are in it either. You had to say the mom from Home Alone. And That's then, what I had to say. And then Becky and then, made the connection. Yep, she got it for me. So. That's why you partner up when you're in old age, so they can think of things that you can't. Just saying, I'm getting a little worried. <laughs> well, I just read a thing that um, people with uh, high HDL, I think, or LDL, one of those, high, high lipid levels are oh. more susceptible to Alzheimer's disease. Great. But it's, it's just one of those studies that, like, they do studies all the time, and they're like, yeah. oh, wait, study these fine people. And it's these two things happen to occur at the same time, not exactly. necessarily causing. But, like, we studied everybody had... High cholesterol, so yeah, so. you know, and everyone got Alzheimer's. Yeah. Well. Anyway, so you know how you're at a restaurant, uh huh. You know, and then the fajitas come out and they're sizzling. <laughs> I got and, a great picture of uh, my daughter trying to get when she was like one. Yeah. The the steam she'd never oh, seen it before, yeah, so she's yeah. like reaching for it. Nice. Uh, so you know how that comes out and you forget everything you've ever done. Yes. Because it comes out and everyone's just concentrating on the yeah. sizzle. You forget the conversation. You just. Yeah. You know, Exactly. So speaking of um, that, former Cameron County, Texas employee Gilberto Escamilla, who was sentenced to 50 years in prison in 2018 for stealing over $1.2 million worth of fajitas, (laughs) will be eligible for parole in May. So what Scrooge McDuck motherfucker has $1.2 million of fajitas in one place? He's like, I'm getting into their their fajita bin. Isn't that a Family Guy thing where Peter wins the uh, wins the lottery and he like goes up to the drive through of this like Mexican place? Just like I, I'll have like one thousand fajitas, chicken <laughs> right. fajitas. Sounds right. Yeah. Well, uh, Gilberto Escamilla, dubbed the Fajita Bandit, Ole, <laughs> was uh, sentenced following his guilty plea. Oh. So he said, "I did it." I stole the million dollars worth of fajitas. Plead guilty. Steak or chicken. <laughs> Corn or flour tortillas. It's always flour tortillas with fajitas, right? Uh, yeah, definitely. So apparently when, uh, you know, chilies in those places, mm-hmm. um, when one person orders the, the fajitas, mm-hmm. the cooks always just start other fajitas because <laughs> it's going to lead to other people. It's going to, when they see it, when they hear it and they smell it. Someone Everyone else. else wants fajitas, yeah. <laughs> it's like a popcorn. 
When you smell it, you want the popcorn, but then you're going to have to get a soda. Yeah. It's going to increase your sales. It's true. It's true. So Gilberto Escamilla pled guilty to stealing the fajitas over the course of nine years while employed at the Daryl Hester Juvenile Detention Center in San Benito. They make a lot of fajitas. (laughs) Apparently. For the uh, juveniles. That's $100,000 a year worth of fajitas. Jesus. It's a lot of fajitas. Well, the nine-year scam came unraveled when a delivery driver called the office of the Cameron County Juvenile Detention Center to ask where he should unload the 800 pounds of fajita uh, that he had in his truck. Uh, I'm having trouble. Is this pre-cooked? I assume. Or after they were cooked? I assume that it's like uh like cooked but needs to be reheated. Oh, like okay. Like yeah, meatballs from GFS. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh Escamilla investigators quickly learned had been receiving huge quantities of meat on behalf of the facility and reselling them. Oh. I think we have a story about a dog who receives huge qualities of meat. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Later in the show. Indeed. Indeed we do. Um so he so he basically had his own like fajita food truck. That's, yeah, that's And he was fine. making the detention center Seems pay for it. completely normal to me, yeah. except for, like, the government's paying for it. Uh, well, in testimony, he explained, It was selfish! It started small and got bigger and out of control. And by the way, I would love to watch this Netflix original series <laughs> about the fajita bandit. <laughs> it's like ba- Breaking Bad, but with fajitas. <laughs> he started off, you know, honestly trying to do something for himself and just got out of hand. Yeah. So theft of more than $300,000 is automatically a first-degree felony in Texas and probably a capital offense. Yeah, definitely, know, definitely. Just murdering people down there. And a theft by a public servant are automatically escalated to the next highest level of felony. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, he's going, to, to know. he's going to the electric chair. They yeah. probably call it Old Betsy or something. I'm sure they do. Um, and he, You're going to go see Sparky. He will be the one who is sizzling at that point. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to put more people on death row because everyone's going to see it sizzling past. Ooh, gonna... Oh, that's, that sounds great. I'll have the fajita as my last meal, please. Thank you. <laughs> the uh, Gilberto Escamilla fajita. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So uh, we should say we paused for a second. We went upstairs and talked for like an hour or something. <laughs> so it's not like we're trying to rush through these stories. I'm not rushing. I'm, no one's rushing. That was the end of the story. I'm saying no one's I mean, rushing. That story, I had to go to two different sites to get a full story. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. The first you, one had like three points, and I was like, I need more for that. Investigative journalism. I'm trying to fill it's it out. Nice. I'm trying to give our listeners uh, their money's worth. KRGV.com and textless, TexasMonthly.com. <laughs> Very quality sources. Quality. Yes. Quality. Well, from WPXI.com, a misinterpreted text message sparked a scary situation in Pittsburgh. I want to know if I'm old. Scary. Very, very scary. I want to know if I'm old. You are. You were born in the 1900s. Thank you. I um, have started in the Mm -hmm. last maybe two weeks. Uh Uh-oh. Since becoming a homeowner again? Becoming a homo, yeah. I have started (laughs) doing- Did you say homo? A homeowner. A homo homeowner? Homo homeowner. Homeowner. Uh-huh. This one time in high school, this is wild. Mr. Zaroka, he was talking about homeowners, but like uh he stuttered when he said homeowners, and he says homeowners. 
and I thought he was talking about me, and I turned bright red, <laughs> and I was embarrassed that he's like homo nerds. I just I don't know. Anyway, he had just glanced at I thought you. He had like outed me. I was a sophomore, <laughs> and then he saw you turning red, so he just started looking at you, and you just like, yeah, not that I'm gay, Dad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He was around. He was a teacher for a long time. Yeah, Zoroka was. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, um, I uh, so I don't know if I'm old, but I've started like, just I instead of typing, I've started like dictating, to like turn on the, <laughs> the microphone and saying blah blah blah. But apparently, my my Michigan accent is just wrong for Siri because mm-hmm. it gets a lot of words wrong. The, um, I mean, it's not great. So I uh, I have some things that I have that I watch in class with students, like documentaries mm-hmm. and things. Mm-hmm. And most of them don't have captions because someone ripped them off of a VHS. Mm-hmm. And so they've just got the auto captions that YouTube does. And oh, if those are not great. Oh, no, they're not great yeah. for regular English. But when we're talking to. Uh, so, for example, we just finished World War Two. And so they were interviewing some German vets from World oh. War Two, talking about how they got caught up in all of this. Yeah, yeah. And like the, the captions are horrendous. And I've got students who like need the captions. Yeah. Uh, either because of like English as a second language or just like hearing impaired, you know, so they need them. And so like they're reading the stuff and it makes no sense at all. Yeah. So I'm just like, what are you getting from this? So like, I wonder about uh, um, when you, uh, as as a deaf person, if you're watching something and has captions and it says tense music, like what do you think mm-hmm. is tense music? And I guess you could probably like um, understand like tense music in one show and tense music on another show. You kind of get the context of it. It's just like music mm-hmm. that is bad. There was a guy um, on uh, what was I? What what outlet was I on? I forget. But he said that he is deaf. But he could hear um, or he could feel the vibrations, like, the vibrations yeah, yeah. of things. And so because of that, his mom bought him uh, like a sound system for their car. Mm. So he was a little bit older. He was, uh, you know, 13, whatever. And his mom went into the bank. And so um, he like heard the radio and he like really liked the sound that was happening. And so he turned up the volume and it was like you could, all the way up. He could really feel what was happening. And he was like... W- People were walking by and like giving him weird looks, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I love this music. This is great." Thumbs up and stuff. And his mom got back. He was like, two or three people walked by. His mom got back and he's like, he signed like, "What am I listening to?" And she said, "You're listening to NPR talk radio." (laughs) (laughs) But like the you know uh, Peter Sagal's voice, I'm Mm -hmm. sure was like very booming. It could have been like sometimes they do the thing we do after our uh, fix it thing where they play some music. Oh yeah, yeah. So it could have been some of boom, that boom, too. Boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, these uh. Dun 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 So these workers and guests at Nova Place were promptly evacuated after this text message, and while nearby neighbors watched police and EMS fill the entire block of South Common Street shutting down portions of the street to manage what was believed to be an active shooter. Very scary. Very scary. Yes. A frantic 911 call had reported that shots were heard in the Nova Nova Place office building. Nova Place. Si. Uh, In response, both city and county police arrived at the scene. 
And for more than two hours, police searched Nova Place and the vicinity. Mm-hmm. So these people were locked down mm-hmm. for two hours. Mm-hmm. Well, they find the shooter. Which, you know, that's scary. But mm-hmm. be like being in your house, you lock the door, you're good probably, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Unless they shoot out the lock like the movies. Does that work? I, I don't know. I, I think Where's the, Mythbusters on Mythbusters this? did a shooting out the lock and it didn't work. It didn't work? That's good. Yeah, but if you've never seen Mythbusters, you'd be terrified. Yeah. yeah. Um, all these actions for what ultimately turned out to be a misunderstanding. As the situation began, when someone texted firearm instead of fire alarm. Oh, no. Ducking autocorrect. <laughs> the person texted another person off-site fire alarm. But what was meant to say fire alarm came out as firearm. When they didn't respond to their phone, the person that got the text called police because they thought there was an immediate danger. But there was not, said Maurice Matthews, public information officer of the city of Pittsburgh police. Officials later confirmed that there were no injuries, victims, or a shooter. Oh, just a fire alarm. Yeah, just a fire alarm. Hmm. More like like Schittsburg, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) So I'm wondering about, uh, I was thinking about, you know, streets in the Ann Arbor area. Streets, um, streets, yeah, uh-huh. and they're bad, you know. They're bad. Yeah, they're bad. It's, you know, like so, the roads are bad. And... The roads are bad. Okay, okay. Yeah. So Whitmer said that she's going to fix the roads, but she hasn't yet. Yeah. Well, the they pandemic. tried to kidnap her, and yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, Ellsworth would be like Hellsworth. Like, mm-hmm. what? What is the alternate name of streets in our area? Hellsworth. Uh, State Street would be like State of Disrepair Street. Um, you know. What what else? Hmm. Whitaker would be Shittaker, of course. Oh, that's an easy one. Yeah, 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 easy yeah, one. yeah. Um, trying to think of streets I know. <laughs> Drawing a blank. There's Rossonville. Rossonville. I don't know what that would be called. Uh, I don't think so. Huron. Maybe Michigan it's... Ave. I mean, isn't Michigan shitty enough? It's just Michigan <laughs> Ave. <laughs> this might be a bad idea. Yeah, it could be. Let's move. Cross. On. Oh, I'm crossed street. Mm-hmm. And now for our segment where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the hour advice. Let's uh, let's solve some problems, okay, shall sure. we? We didn't do this last week, so we did know. not. What did we do last week? Nothing. We were in a hurry. Oh yeah, yeah. We you're, fucked I'm not off upstairs too yeah, long. Yeah, I had to give my DS. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo? Sorry, Dad. <laughs> I don't think I don't think they're listening. Anyway, you didn't even say who was doing it, so uh, you're right. You're right. Okay, no need to apologize. It could have right. been an escort. So speaking of Jason, if porn sets wrong expectations about sex, that doesn't movies slash TV set wrong expectations about romance, health, and beauty. I think they said van. They meant then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, duh. Yeah. Like, obviously. Right. <laughs> I mean, yes. Okay. It's all wrong. It's horrible. Thank you. Like, do we need to explain more? No, I think yes, right. Yes, there's one person on this entire planet of seven billion that is your soulmate and right for you and all the rest are wrong. Well, that's just ridiculous. Completely wrong. Yeah. Statistically, just like yeah. mathematically, that's dumb. Right. But if you believe in the infinite universe theory, then anything could happen anytime. Wouldn't that mean that any of these people would be my perfect match? Yes. 
So there you go. Even even me. No DS. Jeff, <laughs> does anyone else Sorry, ever Dad. panic <laughs> that they won't be able to retire or travel or <laughs> truly live? Oh, yeah. All the fucking time, bro. <laughs> All the time. Everyone panics about this. I think you have to go like you're, you're trained uh, in school to go to work and like you get a college degree. But you get that college degree not to further your education, but to get a good job. And you get that good job, quote unquote. But sometimes you have to like work a lot uh, with that good job. Sometimes 40 hours, sometimes 80 hours. And sometimes you hate your job and you have to do it until you're probably, it used to be 55, but now it's probably 65. But by the time we're old enough, it'll be 75. And then you'll die. And it's real, real sad. Well, it's good that you're going to die because your entire re- retirement is in a 401k, which nobody knows how to do, how much they should be shav- saving, what they should be doing. Like, it's just gambling. Yeah. So that's capitalism for you. Fuck that. Yeah. But you just, you know, you try to you try to get little little gleams of hope from your weekends and your holidays and your, you know, after work or whatever. But if you have to drive... Like in uh, 45 minutes, an hour to work every day, you're just going to be miserable. So, mm. yeah, no, you're right. Jason, uh, mm-hmm. why don't adults play more? Why don't I ever see people over 40 climbing trees or mucking around on children's playgrounds? I mean, as far as I can tell from social media, once you hit 30, apparently your knees don't work. So who's going to climb a tree? Yeah. I don't um, know. I must be 29. My knees are fine your knees are fine i broke both my knees just standing in your kitchen that's crazy so the reason why um people don't climb trees after the 40s is the same reason like they don't help people move or like bend over to pick up something that fell on the floor like you it's you're near death (laughs) i do all of those things Jeff. Yes. Is it me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, how many people started like wearing masks just because of insecurity, not showing their face to others? I think zero. Yeah, I don't think anyone. Probably zero. <laughs> That's a good answer for that question. Jason, <laughs> uh-huh. what's the smallest hill you're willing to die on? <laughs> um, I don't know. Mulberry Hill? Mulberry. What do you mean? I don't know. It's, a, it's, a, it's from a song. Oh. You've got a lot of opinions <laughs> that you're pretty sure about. Okay. Such <laughs> so, as. So what's your like least significant opinion you think? Like what what would what do you think is your opinion with people other people would be like, that's not really that big of a deal, but like you're passionate about it, you know? I don't know. Depends on my mood, I guess. Probably most things. Oh yeah. Yeah, probably. Uh nuclear families are a capitalist trap. Oh, yeah. Uh, so nuclear families are just uh, a s- very small, concentrated form of government. Dictatorship, right? really, right? It it's really not is. Yeah, yeah. It's not democracy. Or dictatorship, or what's the one where two people lead? I don't know if that's a thing. 69ership? <laughs> Good one. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like weird little things. Oh, oh, here's what it is. Don't come in my house for dinner and not eat. You rude oh. fucker. Get out of my house. Really? Oh, it's the rudest thing. What if they're not hungry? Then don't come to my house for dinner. So what if they don't eat what you're cooking? Then they shouldn't come. But you invited them to your house. And I'm sure I have a good menu that anyone would like. There's I'm, something here that you should eat. I'm sure you do, but what if they're... There are hors d'oeuvres. There are appetizers. There'll be salad. There'll have... be a main meal. What if they might 
then why are you in my house for dinner? If you're not going to eat them, if you will not eat, do not come over. Say, I'm sorry, I got other plans. This is a pretty small hill, and you're willing to die on it. It's very good. It's highly rude. The great, it's a great answer. It is one of my like top. Like, if you do that, I'm going to have a negative opinion of you forever. Maybe that's why we were such good friends, because I fucking eat, bro. <laughs> I eat. <laughs> it's it's rude to your host. I'm, I'm being what if, like, you went over to their house and they made, uh, you know, the the gelatin hot dog thing? What if you went to someone's house? I'm sure they would have something I could eat. Really? I'm sure. I don't think so. What if I just made the gelatin hot dog thing? That's all we're having for and, dinner? And put ketchup in it? like kind of like ketchup ribbons you know do i know about this before i get there no because i say i'm I'm cooking us a good dinner tonight i'm gonna ask questions <laughs> i'm not of just coming me? over absolutely what what are we having like, what are we having yeah. don't worry about it it's okay because i know if it's you know a bad situation i might need to get out of this that's true because i can't be rude it can't be rude and not eat. Exactly. So you're you're following your own rule exactly okay i got you i got you okay mm-hmm. jeff yes if commie is a nickname for communists, then what is a nickname for capitalists? Cappy. Hmm. Jason, porn is often commented by women as unrealistic. Is it the same case with gay porn? I mean, probably. I don't know. I've yeah. not had gay sex, so I can't tell you if gay porn is unrealistic. Uh, I'm guessing it is because it's produced and like to get the images you want, people are in weird positions so that they can get the camera to the p-hole and the b-hole so. i'd say there's a lot of uh butthole spitting on in gay porn that is not realistic okay <laughs> jason if someone attacked wait you i asked or did i no i asked did about you? the okay. uh, wait so no 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 i guess i, I asked about the commies and the yeah, yeah yeah okay uh, jeff if someone attacked you yes, and yes. in the fight their fingers come off are you allowed to keep it Come off, or are chopped off, or are ripped off. Well, you know, if they're not attached right, they are you allowed off. to keep it? I don't. You got to lock them in. I'm. What sh- are you doing with a finger? I'm sure there's a no. law. You got to against... put it in milk and then take yeah. it in immediately. So a they can milk re- brine. Yeah, so they can reattach it. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I know that's that's teeth. Ah, yes. So I'm sure there's a law against keeping uh, other people's body parts. I'm I'm like ninety percent sure there is. Right. There's got to be, right? I I mean, I feel like it would just fall under the theft law, right? That's mine. You took it. Yeah, but is your finger really yours? Yeah. It, when does it stop being an appendage and become a possession? When, when it's detached. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, Jason, I don't know why this is another question about... Why does the butthole not get infected? Because no one's spitting on it. Oh, Jeff, okay. do ladies actually like giving blowjobs or is it a porn thing? There's a lot of porn questions. A tonight. lot of porn questions. Yeah. I think some women like giving blowjobs. Um, I, I would guess it's probably a minority. I would assume so, yeah. You, you do it. Well, I don't think you like the act of giving a, a BJ, but you might like uh, pleasing your partner. Yes. Right, and that's the main thing. But I'm sure they're not like, mmm, it's delicious. Yeah. Like, no. I love having this thing down my throat. Yeah. Jason, is there a word for a person who always asks your opinion and then just explains to you why you're wrong and uh, they're right? Jackass? Jeff, <laughs> is England's normal, sorry, is England's national animal a lion? If lions aren't from England, how is that it? Uh, I think they probably heard about lions and heard they were very good and very strong and thought, well, we would like these for our people. I mean, 
at one point, everything was England. Right. So, so they would go to Africa and they would bring lions back to mm-hmm. England. Actually, uh, there were lions at the Buckingham Palace, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and they have around Buckingham Palace, they have like these sculptures of some of the animals they used to keep mm. in like not the moat, but like in a, in an area around Buckingham Palace. I think you might be thinking of a different palace. Really, Buckingham doesn't have a moat. It's a more recent palace. Okay, post moat. Okay, era. well let's we'll correct it tomorrow or next <laughs> week, whatever. But uh, I'm pretty sure there. I watched a documentary about this, mm-hmm. and they were like. They made it out of chicken wire. Hmm. Anyway. Jason, how did periods work? Uh, you put them at the end of a sentence. Thank you. Jeff, are people who have Confederate flags on display racist? Yes. Jason, before Hitler, who were evil people compared to? Did he or she, yeah, right, have followers similar to neo-Nazis? I don't know. Genghis Khan, maybe? Probably, yeah. Very Khan-like. It was Mongolians. Yeah. Jason, who remembers how good that pink amoxicillin medicine was? I don't. I sure as fucking do. That was that tasted great. <laughs> it was. I remember it. It was very, very good. Jeff, what are you supposed to call sitting crisscross applesauce? Um, uh, cross-legged. Why can't you say crisscross applesauce? Uh, because what? not everybody knows that it's crisscross applesauce. And it also seems like a very like childlike way to say it. Yeah. Of course, you know, there's the can, Indian can you just style say... thing. <laughs> Can you just say cross-legged? You're sitting Native Why do you American need to t- style. <laughs> Why do you need to tell an adult how to sit? Sit sit cross-legged. Sit on the floor cross-legged. They'll understand. Just sit on the floor. They'll know not to just like sit down across their legs. They know to like Why the can't thing. they sit and Like what's the situation that you are in where you need to tell someone how they are sitting? You on have the to floor? tell an adult how to sit on the floor. Yeah, like Oh, yeah, yeah. They know how it oh, works. Oh, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, no, you're right. That's that's awful. And if someone told me how to sit, I'd be pissed. Mm-hmm. I need some pink amoxicillin. <laughs> uh, Calm me down. Yeah, exactly. Is it me or you? I have no idea. Uh, so, Jason, mm-hmm. can the term jerking off be used when referring to female masturbation? Sure. Why not? If you jerk the clit. <laughs> you grab it and you sounds, <laughs> just jerk it. That sounds awful. I have nipples. Can you milk me? <laughs> that's the... Yeah. Jeff, do humans eat any animals that are carnivores? Um, Gator. Interesting. Yeah. Gator's a carnivore. Uh, yeah. I'm sure every human, well, humans have eaten everything. I'm sure humans have eaten lions and tigers shark. and stuff. Sharks. Some people eat shark. People eat shark, yeah. Um, um, you mentioned gators. Um, some people eat dogs and cats. That's true, yeah. They're... Mm-hmm. Uh, carnivores. Dogs yeah. and cats are carnivores, right? Yeah, they'll eat meat. But I think in general, I think I don't think we eat in in the U.S. at least. I mean, what? I'm trying to yeah. think of a carnivore that we would eat, I don't think so. I mean, because we mostly eat chicken and beef, right? Well, I mean, chickens eat insects. Is that a carnivore? Are chickens carnivorous? No, because they eat like uh, don't they eat the? I think they're herbivores. They, I think they're omnivores. Oh, yeah. No, no. Armivores. Omnivores. That's what I meant to say. Not herbivores. That would make them herbivore and carnivore, right? Yeah. Omnivorous. Omnivorous. Omnivorous? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Well, should we stop? Yeah, probably. Okay. That's probably for the best. I think I've asked this question before. How close to a human would you 
eat an animal? <laughs> like, would you eat a monkey? No. Chimpanzees. I'm, I'm iffy on cow. Not even a macaque? No. No? Mm-mm. Okay. So I, I would not either. I agree with you. Um, but I'm just wondering, like, how close, like, what is it, a lemur that's, like, kind of close to being? I don't think any kind of primate would be. No. It doesn't seem like you'd so be a good. Some, there's something on the tree, right? There's something on the tree where you would eventually, like, yes, I would eat that. Like, I what? don't think so. Well, you eat cow and you eat. Like I said, iffy on that. Iffy, you eat chicken. So we're somewhere on that tree. That's not in the primate br- primate no, branch. No, but there's somewhere on the on the living animals now tree mm-hmm. that the what do you call it the like I said beef and chicken are that's the closest it, huh? I get. Yeah, so I don't you, eat pork. You wouldn't eat a lemur. No, I think I might need a lemur. What about Ted Cruz? Uh, no, he'd be disgusting. What about a dog? Nah. What if that dog is gay? <laughs> Would I eat a dog's gay ass? <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> well, a local shelter dog is looking for a new home after being dumped by his owners for being gay. Oh, Jesus. Really? Really? You couldn't just send him to conversion therapy? I mean, this has to be like Alabama or something, right? It's gotta be. Let's see. Uh, North Carolina. Oh, okay. So, there enough. we go. Oh, wait, wait. South Carolina? A... Stanley County Animal Shelter Facebook post says the dog's owners surrendered him to the shelter after he humped another male dog. So did the the Facebook post actually say he was humping another male dog? I uh, I hope so. That'd be good. I had when I was growing up, uh, my aunt and uncle had these dogs, Dusty and Frisco, mm-hmm. and uh, Dusty would always hump Frisco. Frisco? Yeah. That's funny because this dog's name is Fezco. No way. Fesco, wow. the shelter says, is about four or five years old, weighs 50 pounds, uh, and they say he likes people and other animals. And uh, also, he is a twink bottom. <laughs> no, no, he was doing the humping. <laughs> okay. Then he likes a twink bottom. He's a bear top. <laughs> Lucky for the dog, he no, has he's already a dog been... Top. He's a dog top. He has already been adopted. Yay! Steve Nichols and his longtime partner, John... Figures. ...adopted Fezco after hearing the story about him getting abandoned by his former human parents. Okay. His former human parents. Pieces of fucking shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? I don't remember where I was or who told the story, but, like, these people were, like, mad that their dog would... Oh, maybe it was, I can't remember if it was like doing that with another male dog or like with one of their puppies that had grown mm. up and mm-hmm. like they were humping their own child and like my children, my, my dog would never do that. And it's like, it's a fucking dog. Right. Like it's going to do what it does. Right. Calm it's, down. It's mostly instinct and some training, but like you don't train it to fuck another male dog or its children. So yeah. that's got to be instinct unless unless you are, in which case it's your problem. Yeah. So uh, Nichols says that they felt an immediate connection to Fesco as he explains both he and John have faced discrimination in their own lives, I assume for humping dogs. Right. I, I, I would, I would assume that? for humping each other. Oh, oh, right, yes. right, right. Yeah, yes. yeah, you're right. Well, at least it's not in Florida because you can't, you can't say it. It's men humping each other, that's normal. But humping another dog, that's a little weird. Uh, I, I mean, that's probably why the person uh, gave him away. 
because he was humping another dog, and that's strange. I mean, I get the feeling that these people who got rid of the dog would be happy to get rid of a child if it was humping another boy. Uh, so, you're probably right. Yeah, they just yeah. got to go. Yeah. Uh, Steve and John have rebranded Fezco with a new name, now calling him Oscar, mm. in, honor, in honor of the Irish poet and playwright Oscar Wilde, who was also gay. Very nice. Nichols, Nichols tells us his new pet was apparently not well taken care of by his oh, previous owner. imagine that. What a fucking surprise. Saying the dog wasn't neutered and had heartworms, um, which he's taken care of now by sending Oscar straight to the vet. Well, good that they're this dog's now in a better home. Yes. Such and... a big heart. There were so many worms. <laughs> That's why the heart was so big. It was <laughs> exploding with worms. <laughs> And that's why he was gay. So we're into that season now where it rains and there's just worms everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah like it's... I go out on the driveway and there's just like worms. Yeah. So what is it about it? it's the worm apocalypse whenever it rains? They just got to get out they of there. They just get out and they get on the cement and they dry up. Yep. It's like, what are you doing, guys? <laughs> you guys can stay in the dirt. Yeah. Well, I guess they don't want to drown. But they can just like get on top of the dirt. Yeah. Don't know? get on the cement. I've seen it. Uh, yeah. I've seen a thing. A picture where it was like flooding, but there was like a two by four post sticking out of the ground and like a bunch of worms that all just attached to the post. Kind of gross. Yeah. We had to dissect a worm in seventh grade. Really? Yeah. They have several hearts, don't they? Uh, they just have like a tract down the middle. We did a frog too. Oh, yeah. My, my science partner. So my science teacher was from, went to U of M. Oh. This is when I was in Virginia. Yeah. So that was like a... I was new to the school, and she's like, oh, Michigan, I'm from Michigan. Oh. Uh, and uh, my my partner's name was Meredith. Mm. She was horrible to be a partner with. But then I worked with her later when I got my first job, and we became somewhat friends. But she changed it. She went by Mary by then. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, great story. I know. It's wonderful. <laughs> Speaking of good stories. Sue me. I got one for you. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. A Jonesboro attorney has filed a lawsuit against a Little Rock funeral home after his client said the funeral home cremated their loved one against their wishes, preventing the deceased from being raptured following the second coming. I honestly, I didn't know that like dead people could be raptured. Everyone. Really? Yeah, eternal life, right? So there's going to be like like people that have been dead for like hundreds of years, like their like yeah. bones come out of them. Unless they're going to hell. Bones dancing. Yeah, doing the Charleston. Yeah. <laughs> well, according to the suit, Harold D. Lee of Pauline, South Carolina, mm. wished to be buried next to his parents at the Quietman, Arkansas Cemetery. Oh, the lawsuit said Harold was transferred to Roller McNutt Funeral Home based on his final wishes. McNutt? <laughs> Roller McNutt? Really? <laughs> Was he like uh, a lot like this dog from mm-hmm. the last story? Uh, he'll roll his nut anywhere. Uh, the suit <laughs> he, said he would be rolling McNutt in his grave. If he knew. <laughs> well, he's not going to be raptured, that's for sure. <laughs> the suit stated uh, in yep. the suit. Uh, wait, the suit stated Harold desired not to be cremated as he believed his body would be raptured following the second coming. However, the funeral home notified the family that they accidentally cremated the body. It seems like there'd be a toe tank or something. You would think. Do not cremate. But given my experience yes. with students, nobody reads anything. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. And those students eventually grow up to be funeral directors, yeah. right? Who 
accidentally cremate people's bodies. Yeah. So Roller McNutt waived the cost of the funeral, apologized for the mistake, and returned the $5,000 that was paid in burial insurance after the mistake was made. Well, the suit says that the funeral home actions caused Harold's family extreme mental and emotional distress after failing to abide by Harold's demands, and they are asking for compensation. Wow. Well, they what got more it. can they do? I mean, they made a mistake. He's dead now. He's dead. You can't take him back. He's ashes to ashes. Yeah. Like, that's in the Bible, right? Well. Dust to dust. That's the, that's the, that's the thing about religion. Like, you could just be like, oh, well, God will just resurrect his body. Well, now time. God has to put it. So, got to so, put the ashes back together. Yeah, it's it's just, he's now the IKEA version of the rapture. <laughs> like, don't oh, put him fuck, together. It's all gray. No, don't put him together on the hard floor. Put him together on a rug. You got to be able to roll. Otherwise, it up. you'll break him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, if you're having questions, call the number. <laughs> the God uh, number. That's what I'm saying. I assume it'd be like that episode of Friends where he accidentally makes a paste. He's trying to get his leather pants. Try, oh, my gosh. That's Ross, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God wow. is Ross in this situation. Baby oil or baby powder and baby oil, I think, has made a yeah, paste. We're going to take these ashes and we're going to put baby oil in it to make it a baby again. Oh, Very no. Funny. Now it's a paste. Very funny. Well, we'll have to pivot to something else, I think. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, well, police oh. say a West Michigan officer did nothing wrong in the way he removed a possum from the road despite a complaint. From a motorist who blocked the road to try to protect the possum. To try to protect the opossums. Yes, the possum was there and he was trying to fix it. Okay. Lowell police released body cam video. They say refutes assertions. The officer mistreated the animal and used unnecessary language (laughs) toward the motorist. (laughs) Not toward the opossum. No. You fucking opossum, you piece of shit. You son of a bitch. Fuck you, possum. Kick him. (laughs) Well, the incident began getting attention after people began sharing the motorist's social media posts that claimed the officer kicked the possum and repeatedly swore. Okay. Okay. That's why they had to release the body cam footage. So we're up in arms about... Possums. Opossum treatment. This is definitely like, uh, would you eat an opossum? No. No. I wouldn't either. They seem dirty. Right? (laughs) It seems like opossum they like meat to eat wouldn't ticks, be good. So yeah, you think their meat would taste like ticks, right? No, I think they're. I think that they they'd be kind of like gamey and stringy. I don't seem like you would think have... so. What if you could cook an opossum real good? I doubt. Cook it up real nice. I I probably could ask someone. You know, maybe my grandma. Yeah, like a nice gator consomme. Some, you know, some possum stew. Well, yeah. you, what you got to do you is think you, your grandma's eating possum. You, before? you cook up the tail, cut it up, put it in jello. <laughs> It's going to be our next meal when I invite you over. If you don't eat it, you're a fucking asshole. You'll be pissed. I know. I know. (laughs) A motorist had stopped just after midnight Mm. because there were two possums on the road, one apparently dead and the other possibly acting dead. (laughs) Or as it's known, playing possum. Interesting story. I believe I teach possums now. Oh, (laughs) he was waiting for his roommate, uh, the possum? No, no, the driver. The person. He was waiting for his roommate to arrive. (laughs) Yes, the possum's roommate. (laughs) With something they could use to capture the smaller one that seemed still alive. Uh, did they put a spoon under his nose? See if he could... he's still breathing. Oh yeah, yeah. You could I think this one's mirror. alive, man. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a Lowell police officer soon arrived because of a report of a vehicle stopped on the road. Oh, so they stopped for the possums, but someone else called the police on them for st- for being stopped, stopped yeah. in the road. That's shitty. Well. 
it's a i mean imagine someone's just stopping in the middle of the, the road out here it's a 55 mile per hour road uh, like, i mean it is dangerous yeah, yeah you think they would pull over to the side but i think their main goal was protecting the opossums i mean so the, the body cam video shows the police the officer park behind the stop vehicle the officer walks past the vehicle to the two opossums he uses his foot to roll one off the road and then picks up the other, which appears to be dead, by the tail and drags it off the road. So he, like, pretty much, like, kicked it, like, shoved it off the road. <laughs> I mean, he didn't pick it up by the tail and swing it around. <laughs> right. Because like, it, it was dead. Yeah. I mean, this is not police brutality to me. This is just... Well, the motorist, in a written complaint filed later the same day, said that the officer swore while telling him to drive away. And it was after the possums were removed. God damn it. Get the fuck out of the road. I got the possums off the road. What else do you want? Can you just leave? Please. I'm a hero. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So the body cam video shows no swearing. Except for after the motorist leaves and while the officer is taking talking to a nearby sheriff's deputy in a cruiser. We have investigated but found no wrongdoing by the officer, police said in a statement. Well. I mean, that's their canned response for everything, isn't it? Yeah. I would think that maybe there would be possums protesting after this, you know, after mistreatment. They were unarmed after all. Well, no, they're forearmed. They don't have arms, they have legs. No, do they? They're unlegged. Do they have two legs and two arms? They have four legs, I think. Four-legged? Yeah. Or are they four-armed? <laughs> are they well-armed? <laughs> no, they're just they well-legged. Gun, they have a gun in each arm. They've got four guns. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Are they, could, do they have the opposable tail? Could they hold a gun in their tail, too? Five Maybe guns? You got to wrap it around bad. in there. He, he just He literally just like... Nudge the possum off the road like it was a like it was a bad rug that someone was picking up. They were just like, Ugh. and then pick the other one up by the tail and tossed it out. Give it a little swing first. I don't. Th- so, in my opinion, based on the story, I don't think the police did anything wrong. Doesn't seem like it. Seems like they solved a problem of a motorist stuck mm-hmm. sit sat in the middle of the road. Well, Jeff? I, so this one time, uh-huh. this one time, I was driving with my ex wife. Mm-hmm. She wasn't my ex wife at the time. She was actually my girlfriend at the time. Okay. Anyway, point of the story is we're driving along. Mm-hmm. Uh, this possum, going around a curve, this possum came out of nowhere. And I I slammed on the brakes just in time. I didn't have time to swerve, so I hit it. Mm-hmm. Okay? I must have just hit just its face with my wheel because there's no way. Like, it definitely made a noise, and it was definitely, like, right under the tire. It was like a, I was driving a Saturn Ion at the time. And so... Um, I, I soldiered on as you do, uh, but the, my ex, the, my girlfriend was cried mm-hmm. <laughs> because I hit the possum. I felt responsible for it. Yeah, you didn't roll it off with your foot. I did not. No, I hit it with the left driver's side tire of my car. <laughs> and so I was like, I don't, I don't know for sure. Like, I don't know if I hit it. I'm pretty sure I hit it, but it's probably fine. So we circled the block. I circled the block. I came back. There was no possum to be found. And so from that day forward, we thought, or I I sort of made up the joke to sort of like lighten the mood a little bit, that um, I didn't kill the possum. I just knocked its teeth out. Mm. 
And so what is, how scary could a possum with no teeth be? Mm-hmm. He would like jump out of nowhere. Like he'd follow us around. Like he was like mm-hmm. trying to avenge his own death or something or, or like get revenge at hitting him and knocking his teeth out. But he'd like, pop up and he'd go <laughs> with no teeth. We'd be like, you possum, get out of here. He'd like, we'd wake up. He would like lower himself down from the ceiling. We're like, you crazy possum. He'd be like, get out of here, you possum. You can't do anything to us. Makes me think of uh, the old 70s Disney movie, Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. Oh, yeah. They have uh, an alligator uh, and an elephant or a hippo or something s- sits on its tail. And he goes, ah, right? Mm-hmm. And his, his jaws come out of his mouth and like fly, oh. fly away. Oh, yeah. But then his, his gator n- nose like droops down like a limp penis. Oh, Just yeah. Because like, it would without yeah. the teeth and the jaw. So I'm, I'm picturing this uh, grandpa possum with no teeth. Just a little, like, yeah, a little gator snoot. <laughs> snoot in a boot. <laughs> so what do we learn today, Jason? Well, we learned that someone stole a million dollars worth of fajitas. Sounds delicious. We also learned uh, that an autocorrect caused a lockdown. Like, what the duck? Mm-hmm. Uh, we learned that a gay dog now has a big gay family. Oh, hooray. We learned that um, you can be cremated if you don't want to. And you can be raptured. And you won't be raptured. Yeah. And we learned that a, the police did not do anything wrong with the apostle. Probably. Even though I'll cost questions. And this hour has been an hour and nine minutes. Not too bad. Okay, what about extinct animals? Like, <laughs> would you eat... So I so this we definitely talked about like, like a dinosaur. So a, a woolly mammoth, for example, if they dug up a woolly mammoth that had been frozen, I feel like no, I wouldn't eat an elephant. No, it's just an elephant with a coat on. But like they don't exist anymore. It wasn't. It's not like you killed it, and it was alive, and now it's dead. It was it's been dead for ten thousand years. Yeah. Whatever. You wouldn't try a woolly mammoth if someone was like, I got a mammoth steak. It's a little freezer burned, but <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. But like I said, I I wouldn't eat an elephant either. What if they cloned a T Rex? Would you eat a T Rex or a Brontosaurus burger? Like like Fred Flintstone, the big uh, the big thing of ribs that uh, knocks his car over. Huge thing of ribs. I was always very confused about what that was when I was little. I'm like, why are the ribs so big? It's because it was Brontosaurus. I didn't realize it was ribs. We never ate ribs. They were eating dinosaurs, bro. Yeah, I get that now. (laughs) I was like six. Yeah, like what is this big red thing? Yeah. Also, they had a dog that was a dinosaur, so that's yeah. kind of weird. And a cat that was a saber-toothed tiger. And what fucking era were they living in? It might have been a made-up cartoon. Yeah. Well, I don't know. it's a living. 